0: Welcome to episode 147 of the Thunder Underground Podcast. I'm Trent, Jason's with me here, and we've got the entire Rural Republic Band with us as well.
1: Yes, we do.
0: This is pretty cool because, you know, a lot of times when you get, or when we get touring bands, pretty much any time we've ever get touring bands, you know, you just get one or two members. Yeah. And so to get the full band to sit down with us when they came through the Canes Bar in Tulsa last week, this is... Pretty cool. Looking forward to hearing this one again.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: But before we get into all that, let's just jump right into some music. We've got a brand new track from Slumlord Radio, who we played
1: quite a long time ago. Yeah, we played him before.
0: Yeah, it's probably been well over a year now. But they got a brand new track. Check this out. It's called Holy Smokes. Smokes, a brand new song from Slumlord Radio out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. And these guys, just like the previous stuff, they've got an album out called Too Pretty for Tijuana, which is just some kick ass dirty dirty rock and roll, and this song's no different.
1: <coughs> what was it was it them that called themselves Pump and Roll? Yes, that's right. Yeah, and that's that's, a good description. And that's definitely it's fitting when you hear this stuff. And I like this new song. It's a great recording. Uh, You can tell these guys are, you know, stepping up a little bit. Um, You know, holy smokes!
0: (laughs) Yeah, this almost fits like all the old Capitol Underground stuff we were talking about before. Yeah, you can definitely
1: go with that. You know. Yes. So if you're a fan of that stuff, listen to that episode, for sure. Yeah,
0: you definitely need to dig more into Slumlord Radio. I mean, I'd love to see these guys live. It's just a fun... All their music sounds fun, so I'm sure as a live band, they're fun as well. They've got, like I said, previous music as well, and this song also has a video up on YouTube. It's on Spotify. I'm sure it's on iTunes as well, so be sure and follow these guys on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. And check out Slumlord Radio. Here's something I wanted to bring up that... I forgot to mention beforehand, you
1: motherfucker throwing me a curveball. That's how we gotta do it, okay, let's do it. I was trying to do that. I couldn't think of shit.
0: <laughs> well, this is something that I just thought was funny, and we haven't even talked about this you know outside of the podcast yeah. either, and way back, I mean several months ago, we recorded the every album in a row with mm-hmm. Pantera, yeah, okay, and I think it's that it might have been a podcast, but it worked. It's been a while. We mentioned, I wonder why there's never been a Dime Vision 2.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Because
0: Dime Dime Vision says Volume 1. Yes. And we're like, surely he has more stuff because he called the first one Volume 1. So you assume Vinnie Paul's got more stuff laying around. Well, as I'm sure you know now, that's about to come out. Yes. And it's like, how did we... You know, it's funny we mentioned
1: that after all these years, and then... We willed we... it to be, Trent. Yeah, that could be it. And, and see, I, I kind of got... I don't know, you know, some stuff I skim over. I might just see a headline, um, you know, uh, because I'm a scatterbrain, so, I, <laughs> you know. And you know how it is with social media. You see a million things a day, and you can't keep it all straight. Right. Um, now, was there a crowdfunding thing for this, or is it... Like, for real coming out, no matter what.
0: No, it's coming out sometime this month, later
1: this month. Okay, and it's got, like, a DVD or a CD or some other, doesn't it have some other stuff with it?
0: That I can't, oh. I, I read, like, the press release a while back, and okay. I can't remember.
1: Yes, yeah. I just I, know I... that, like, their
0: Thunder Underground, we got email from their PR company. Nice. And it's like, here's look at this okay. exclusive trailer, and I still haven't watched it, and I meant to send it to you and tell you, so... Maybe well, we should watch that and talk about it next time.
1: Yeah, send that
0: shit on because I'm sure it won't be out by episode 148, so we can talk about okay. it then, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: So all this was for not.
1: Oh, I have <laughs> something that I'm happy about. I just remembered. Okay. Um, my Master Puppets Deluxe re issue remaster box set ships this week. That's right. So I think Friday or Saturday night for me will be fun. You'll I mean, finally it'll just be me by myself. But it usually is anyways, because I suck.
0: So you're getting Master Puppet, you'll finally be able to hear the thing that should not be. D- uh, what do you mean? I just assume if you're getting it, you've never... Heard no, you me.
1: son of a bitch, listen no. to me. No, that was terrible to call you that. It's all good, you you're, you're, you're giving me shit here. What I'm saying is this is the... It's got I like know. 48 fucking records, 23 DVDs, and it's got like a fucking huge fucking coffee table book. Um, It's like... um. It's got t- James fucking, James
0: Hatfield's toenail clipping Yes,
1: which I'm really excited about. It's got a cassette. It's got fucking uh, you know a bunch of different shit in it, um, and so I'm really happy about that. It's uh, it's going to be a fandom. Well we uh, talked
0: it, about when like, was that a year ago now or whatever? Maybe when they put out Kill 'Em All and Ride the Lightning. You got those two. I've got I got the Kill 'Em All. Just the the remastered rec- single record. Oh, I and thought you had the box set no. there. and then Ride okay, the Lightning. You just got Ride the Lightning. Ride the Lightning, I've got the entire deluxe. Uh,
1: okay, But it yeah. was the
0: deluxe vinyl. It didn't come with uh, DVDs and all this other stuff. Well,
1: I, I, I watched the unboxing thing of what I ordered, and it's yeah. got all kinds of shit in it. I can't wait.
0: So, like, yeah, when this happened, I was really excited because of Master Puppets is my favorite yes, Metallica yeah. album. Yep. So I'm like, well, I'll get that. And then, of course, like anyone that loves Metallica or loves metal... You're excited to see are, they're going to do this with Injustice
1: for All. Oh, I can't wait.
0: And then what's that going to sound like if they actually remaster the way people hope know. they do? You know? so.
1: Yeah, I know. I And I have to go back and get those, the Kill 'em All and ride, them, ride the Lightning box sets.
0: Right. You know, I'm
1: never going to save any money.
0: So, <laughs> this weekend or next week, or when you get this, we should have a live YouTube stream of Jason unboxing the
1: Metallica unboxing. We, we should. We should. You're not going to be here this weekend, though.
0: Oh, that's right. And right. I don't know if
1: I can wait. Yeah, you
0: can't hold off on that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, I can
0: show you how to do a live stream on your phone. And you can do it yourself. Uh that
1: sounds like you so don't much need me there. Uh, yeah, you're <laughs> the. I I just I just show up and talk and look good. All right. Right. You know, you you do all the heavy lifting. Yeah. You know, I, and it's terrible. to I'm admit, it, like, but it's the fucking truth. I'm like the
0: editor of Playboy and you're like Carmen Electra. You're like. Oh, Jesus. Right. Oh, man. Anyways. I don't know why she's the one that popped anyway, in my head, it, but you're, she's
1: awesome. You're Job of the Hut, I'm Salacious Crumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what this is. Right. I admit it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Even though I look more like Job of the Hut, but anyways. Oh, shit. <laughs> We're way off tangent now. Yeah, we are. Should we reel it back in to the subject? I guess so. It's on the title. Yeah. yeah.
0: So Rural Republic came to the Cane's Barn in Tulsa, Oklahoma mm-hmm. about a week ago, opening up for Theory of a Dead Man. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, we showed up at this show thinking we're excited to see Rural Republic or like some it. other band before him. Eh, whatever. You know, not to sound like a jaded fuck, but that's. You know, when you're younger, you're always excited to find out, is this opening band cool?
1: When you get older, you're just like, "Eh, this band's going to suck. What the fuck is this? Who is this? What the fuck is this going to be? Can I go get a beer? (laughs) Can we, what, call the venue and find out what time the band we want to see goes on. Let's just get there like five minutes before. Right. I I don't want to fuck with this shit. But since we started this podcast. Yes.
0: We've matured. A Little and, definitely, and try to check out everybody and get there in time to I do have. it. I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. anyways, right? And we were there in time, of course, yeah. to see Aaron Jones. By God, I'm glad we were.
1: I know. I mean, it's definitely a by God King moment. Yeah, <laughs> this guy shreds, isn't the band was great. I mean, it, it's it, these guys are from Seattle. Um, Aaron Jones, look him up. Um, you know, it, it's it's just, it's what rock and roll should be like. I mean, rock and roll. Um, you know, it it shouldn't be Nickelback. It shouldn't be uh, dudes in fucking spacesuits. Okay? Are you it, ripping on Star Set on this podcast? I didn't say it. You didn't. Are there? Is there a whole line of bands? I don't know about that. I'm getting off track here. Okay, God I know damn what you're it! Saying. Listen to me. This is what like. This is raw. This is real. This is real rock and roll. This is no frills. This is what you know. It was built on. It's like yeah. getting back to the you know the building blocks of the real shit. Yeah. You know, and uh, of course you. Can, so much can be said about Aaron Jones himself. And his playing and his singing, but his you know his band was amazing that drummer was crazy at the end of the first song when they were doing the double bass, and right I mean Jesus man, well, I mean,
0: and That it, bass player was all over the place, yeah
1: I mean, it was just a power trio of power trios
0: well, like you said the the building blocks of rock and roll this yes. to me this the sound of this band is almost like if you're like digging through some records. At an old, you know, pawn shop. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this looks cool. And you take it home and you put it on, you know, and you just uncovered something from 1978, you know, and you're like, let's see what this sounds like. And then this is what would come out of the fucking speakers. Yeah. But I'm not saying this sounds dated at all because it doesn't. Yeah. But it's just like, it just gives you that feeling like this is some long lost stuff we should have heard a long time ago.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, If that yeah, makes sense. I, no, I get that because, you know, it... it You you want to you know you like what you like and if you like a lot of these older bands, I would hope that you 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 kind of want to see someone new doing the same thing and carrying on the torch, and that's kind of hard to find these days. So when you find something like this that harkens back to that but is also fresh and is also doing its own thing and doing a real honest pure thing, I mean it's just like you know it's like the skies just opened up.
0: Yeah, that's a good point because a lot of those retro bands or whatever just sound like they're just trying to sound like a retro band. This mm-hmm. this sounds real. Yeah, these, It just sounds yeah. like real music. It just sounds like dirty bluesy, but not blues. Yeah. But just dirty bluesy rock and roll that's just seeping with
1: emotion, basically. You know? There you go. There you go. And it, like you said, it's like there's a lot of these bands that are doing the retro thing but they're really fucking doing the retro thing look at us we're even going to dress like we're from 1974 or whatever but i mean the you know and there's that lane and that's fine but these guys are you know they're they're really blazing something new i think here
0: yeah yeah really excited to see where these guys go and what else they do you know they've got they they've only got one album out i think we mm. listened to it on spotify when we were driving yeah, back from that from that show and it, like, it yeah. was it was great you know and so Really hope these guys catch on and get some exposure. It's cool that they're on a tour like this. Yeah, you know?
1: it, it'd be nice to see them come back to, like, the Shrine or the Vanguard or something. Yeah. That'd be nuts.
0: Yeah, because that sound is, you know, tailor-made for a small club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you also hope to see them,
1: of course, oh, definitely, bigger. <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course.
0: So then, Royal Republic was next. Yeah. This band is a band that both of us have latched onto really quick mm-hmm. in the last couple months, you know, yeah. just... After hearing Baby for the first time, I'm like, man, what the fuck? This doesn't yeah, sound like anything yeah. else on the radio. Look more into it, and it's just like every song on this out, this new album or it's from last year, Weekend Man, is as good as that single. Mm-hmm. Hashtag all killer, no filler. Exactly. And then even the the previous couple albums, it's like this band can't do any wrong, and I'm just like an instant big fan.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is, this is the kind of stuff, this is kind of where... You know, me and you are on the same page with these kind of bands. That's one thing. You know, it's one of the things we both like. Is and you know, their live show is ferocious. And I mean, uh, you know, uh, Adam had the crowd in the palm of his hand. I mean, from the get go. Yeah. And you know, the swagger is just fucking amazing. I mean, and then on top of that, you know, the 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 their their level of their level of you know. Musicality is amazing. I mean, it really is. I mean, fuck, they did battery for Christ's sakes, yeah. you know, and they did it for real. And that's kind of weird when, you know, you kind of got a, uh, uh, kind of a pop punk kind of thing going on with guys in little ties and stuff. But I mean, they're legit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is like you said, I think, what well, you talked about it kind of in an interview. Mm-hmm. It's just, they don't need distortion to rock the fuck out, right? No, they don't. And, and it's just like pure, like you kind of said with Aaron Jones, just pull pure rock and roll, you yeah. know?
1: Yeah. And I mean, that's really.
0: And it's cool to see something like this. You know, this is kind of, you know, when I think of like Sweden and all the stuff I've ever listened to from there, it's always really heavy yeah. or it's like that. Whatever you want to call it, that backyard babies kind of thing, you know, where it's like glammy. These guys are kind of in between there somewhere, yeah, yeah, exactly. I've been critical before of Theory of a Dead Man's live shows. Mm -hmm. No need to get into that, but
1: Uh, definitely not.
0: um, I've always said I like their music for the most, you know, pretty much everything they've ever done. I just want to say that after seeing those two bands open up, I don't know, you know, Theory of a Dead Man's at a level they're doing a club tour they could probably have a say in who's opening for them
1: yeah
0: they got some gigantic fucking balls having not one but two bands that aren't just good because you see a lot of bands that are good opening up for other bands but these are like next level exceptional live bands opening up for a band that is pretty average live you know no knock to theory of a dead man i mean like you said both bands had the crowd going and yeah. people, of course, were staying to see theory and they like them. And yeah.
1: And, and uh, Aaron Jones and Royal Republic both put on sets where when they got done, you went, fuck. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that's a good thing. Yeah. Check these
0: bands out if you haven't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt.
0: Royal Republic. Let's get into that here. Well, before we do, I'll say if you're listening for the first time, soundcloud.com backslash thunderdash underground, theThunderUnderground.com. Facebook is the Thunder Underground. This here is all four members of Royal Republic.
2: Where, uh, like, uh, super nice, and the uh, venues are great, and the crowds are really yeah, It's a very good tour for us. You, you guys have seemed
1: to open up for a, uh, a wide array of bands. You know what? What's been the best open for? Who yeah, kind of responds to you better?
3: I think that's what's kind of cool. What's always been kind of cool for us is that it, it was always a very, very good response. Yeah, like uh, wherever we, we went. And if you go to Europe and you see like our, our headline shows, you will see like everybody from the you know the eighteen year old girls to the MC like the chopper dudes in the back with their you know hand-bar, white mustaches and you know patched vests and everything. So it is uh, it, it appeals to a lot of people. Yeah. I guess. And we love getting out of our element and, and playing from of audiences that are maybe not our own. Yeah. That way.
1: Well good to get out of your comfort zone. And
2: it's yeah. nice to convince people like yeah. if we go play our headline show, it's like we already have them from the first note. Yeah. And here we gotta win people over. Yeah. And I mean we've been a band for ten years. Almost ten years. So it's good that if to feel that we can still do that. Well, after this
0: 10 years, you're finally starting to crack into America, it seems like to me, the last year or so. Yeah. Like, yeah, we just can talked, you we, guys we tell we the difference? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, last year was, what, the first time you played here,
3: right? Oh, this year, this actually. Year, oh, this yeah, year? April.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you guys had done festivals and... Oh, no, that was or, the first time. Oh, that was this like year? That, yeah. Oh, okay. So what do you guys notice, first off, as far as crowds go, different-wise... When you play here compared to Europe,
3: I think it's kind of tough to to uh, compare it. When uh, we don't, we you know we didn't do any headline shows here yet. We don't have an audience here. I mean, obviously the audience that doesn't know you, they're going to be like they're going to be checking you out. They're going to be maybe nodding their heads and clapping their hands and you know doing the thing. But it's not like they're going to beat the crap out of each other as soon as we hit the you know hit the stage Uh, like they do in Europe uh, where we have a big following. Uh, but so far so good everybody seems um, seems to or not everybody but most of the people seem to enjoy what we're doing so I'm, I'm carefully optimistic
1: <laughs> Um talk about uh, you know the way your, your sounds develop like you know for instance when I hear when I see when I see you dance with another you know it's not super overdriven but it still rocks and it's still heavy and you know it, it's just it's uplifting and I mean where did that come from to I mean was that a you know, premeditated thing, or
3: what do you mean? Like the energy, or the yeah,
1: energy. I mean, it just it, it, you don't need a lot to come off. Like you know, just you know. No, I, I think it's really cool. I, I like that. The, the mix s- is kick ass.
2: The mix of that song yeah. is kick ass. Yeah, I so mean, it's me, it's insane. It's basically just two guitars, <laughs> bass, yeah. and drums, and like you said, it's not super it's overdriven and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's actually not a lot of gain at all. Uh, Michael Ilbert did a mix on that one. I don't know if you know Michael
3: Ilbert, uh, Grammy-winning mixer dude. Like he mixed yeah. actually the last three of our records. And uh, but yes, uh, I mean that's you can add uh, you can add di- distortion to infinity and still not <laughs> get energy. You know what I mean? Um, and energy is what we what we build on. Yeah, that's what we always did. And I think with the last album now, or the new album for, for America, Weekend Man, uh, is where we found our right, like our sound, I feel, for the first time, really. You know, people always ask us about, you know, where does your sound come from? And, where, and I. this is the first time where we really stood up as a band and against when kind of, you know, because people around you always have input and ideas and they want to make a sound like this and, you know, like that and look like this and look like that and whatnot. And by now, we've been in a band long enough that we know what this band is and what we do best and what mm-hmm. we do sound like. Uh, so nowadays, nowadays, when people ask, you know, what inspired Weekend Man, I usually, you know, we say, we did, kind of. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Took you, took you a few albums to get there. Uh, it does, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, this question might sound kind of corny, but we've had a few bands on from Sweden, <laughs> and I always like to ask, Because everything I've ever heard from Sweden, no matter what it is, what style of rock, it's like exceptional. Like as far as the musicianship and the quality of it. So, what is it about the country you think that develops musicians of that
2: quality?
3: You mentioned something about music education being pretty good in Sweden.
2: It is pretty good. It's awesome, actually. I mean, from the. I believe from like the third grade or something you you get music education as an add-on after like you have, you know, Swedish mathematics and biology and all that shit. Then if you want to go on to have music classes, you get those for free. So you just stay in school after classes are over and you get music. Lessons. You just for pick for an, an instrument that you want to play.
3: Yeah. I don't really think that's the answer, though. It's like that. There are a lot of terrible bands in Sweden, and a lot of yeah, <laughs> was, never heard of them. No, but yeah, that's it. I mean, there are more terrible bands than there are good bands, and there are way more terrible musicians than there are than there are really talented musicians. Uh, I guess.
2: I, I think don't, there's a, because there's been a lot of bands. Like ABBA was probably the first one, or maybe it was Beyond Schiff's but. Huga Jakarta. Uh, Huga. What the hell was that? I don't even know what they, were, what they were called. He <laughs> was the like, first. Uh, blue Vikings or? I don't know. Viking? Right? Yeah, no. Blue Vikings. blue Vikings or something. <laughs> oh, he's like the Vikings. Anyway, um, I think there's a nice setup because there's continually bands coming up, and because of that, there's the, the industry behind it and the connections to the rest of the world to support it. Um, and I think that's a huge part of the answer. There is a setup so that when there is a good band, and there's pretty much always, a, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of good bands in the world, but there's no setup to get them out of their country. Uh, and you, and it's also helpful. Like it, you see from every small town, like we're pretty much all from small cities, I guess. And you can you can see from like other small cities, there's a band coming. And then you could just walk in their footsteps. You see, it's possible. You can get somewhere. And then, you know. I think it was kind of a
3: It was kind of an easy bonus for us a lot of times, too, when we started out and did the first shows. The people actually came and checked out the show because they knew we were a Swedish band.
2: They were like, yeah, but Swedish bands are always great. And then they came <laughs> and they were like, yeah, yeah, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys
0: started talking about the next album yet or are you just riding this one actually? briefly
3: now i mean this is uh, we're just at the end of this whole cycle it's been almost two years uh on the road and off uh since we released the album in europe um so this will be the the last gasping breaths of weekend man <laughs> uh in the u.s we have another run in europe when we uh, when we come back now in december but uh, then we'll get to work on the on the, the new stuff Finish that up, uh, hopefully next spring. Then we'll be back as soon as we can. Rinse and okay.
2: repeat.
1: <laughs> yeah, the uh, the baby video is just—I mean, I don't know if you guys get questions about that, but it's freaking amazing. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, the, the the roller skating theme—how did that come up? And I mean, just talk about it. it, was, it was great, hilarious.
3: <laughs> oh, we like pain. <laughs> true we usually I don't know why we insist on coming up with ideas that we can't really pull off (laughs) because nobody in this band knows how to dance or roller skate for that matter uh so we, we we decided that maybe that's the way to go then. <laughs> Combined, it two. we can we
2: can learn how to do that and like we... do a choreography on a fucking roller skate. And I think we started <laughs> two weeks before the shoot. That was like yeah. the yeah. first session, like when we got the roller skates. I remember cool. saying as well, like, let's not do any cuts and stuff. Let's actually let's make <laughs> one a go and like make one take. That didn't <laughs> happen though. No. So you spent about two weeks learning well words. he yeah. he pretty much messed up his knee like before christmas we went to uh, a skiing resort yeah yeah a skiing resort to play a festival like an outdoor festival in the, in the uh, german alps or austrian alps and he fell and it uh, really messed up his knee yep like, so tore true. a cruciate ligament and uh, uh-huh. yeah. i had it all His and stuff and then we were like well we kind of have to do this now because we've already paid all the money for it. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I had, had a really good conversation with my physiotherapist before we were about to shoot the video. I just asked him, so we're about to
3: do this video. It's about this, roller case." I'm like, eh, hey, that's cool. Is it okay if I do it? And he just looked at me like I was stupid. <laughs> and I kind of agree with him. It was painful, uh, but um, the final result came out really good.
2: The recording yeah. was 48 hours of yeah. terror, yeah. messed up feet and <laughs> bruises. And
3: Again, we, we, um, we have the luxury of being surrounded by very talented people. Yeah. Michael Ilbert does the sound, and Leo makes us look alright.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed you guys do a lot of acoustic stuff yeah. as well. So, is this something where you guys do you write a lot acoustically, or do you write the songs and then go back and arrange them no it's
3: actually the other way yeah this it's the other way around we uh, we do the electric thing and then uh, you know there's always the request to you know well we need you guys at the radio station to do an acoustic version of this song and we we find figured out pretty quickly that uh, our songs sound like sound terrible when you just translate it right off to acoustic guitar and you play the riffs it's riff rock you know and um, so we we, we kind of had to rearrange everything, like make the songs into strumming chord songs. And and we all love that kind of music. We all love every, a lot of music. Um, and uh, it just seemed like a fun thing. We actually made a side project called Loyal Republic and the Nosebreakers, which is a, a tribute to Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, obviously. Uh, inspired by that, and it's basically us and a bunch of very talented friends around us with a western kind of inspired uh, thing.
2: Because we can't play those country instruments, so we need to get other people, again, other talent to make us <laughs> <laughs> look okay. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I noticed that on Instagram,
0: maybe just a few weeks ago, you would put that, how much Tom Petty meant to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, As a musician, like, talk about that for a minute if you can.
3: Well, me? Like, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I don't know if anybody else... Yeah, it's it's one one of the one of the many artists that I've uh, grown up listening to. My dad being a musician as well, and we always always had music around the house. Apart from that, so Tom Petty was always Full Moon Fever. I think was the first album I, I really got into when and I was what ten or something. Uh, and then I kind of uh, backtracked it as I grew older and listened to all his stuff and his um, stuff he did without the Heartbreakers and. Uh, And so on. And then when we actually, me and Pa, went to Los Angeles in 2014 uh, during the writing for Weekend Man. And at that time it it was really, really slow and stiff and tough and everybody pushed us from different directions. We felt a lot of pressure. It wasn't really fun being in the band at that point in time. It wasn't like a pleasure to write songs or do anything like that. And so me and Pai went to LA to meet with some songwriters that our manager thought maybe you should, you know, go meet the real pros, (laughs) like, fuck you, but okay, so we more or less went to shut everybody up, okay, like we'll go and we'll be drunk for two weeks, and I went down to Amoeba Music and I got uh, myself another copy of uh, this album, The Last DJ, the Tom Petty album, which is one of my favorite records, and I, I was browsing through the... Uh, little paper thing there, the booklet, uh, one, one. E- if another drunk evening and listening and I just read it and it, and it has a very nice line and it says, um, like, uh, this record is dedicated to everybody who loves music just a little bit more than money. <laughs> uh, and the whole record is basically a declaration of war as I see it on the music industry as such. Uh, and that was a really, like, a good, Guiding star for me at that moment, just like okay, f- fuck everybody, let's you know do our thing. Uh, That's
1: fitting because you were in town to work with outside writers, exactly. We ended <laughs> <up scrapping. laughs> yeah. yeah, we scrapped all, yeah. nothing happened. We don't like uh, it,
2: just but it did one good thing, it unified us around the fact that nobody writes Ro- Royal Republic better than Royal Republic. Mm. So, so, no, it's
3: like we're pretty much like a compass sometimes. Yeah. It's like we have four very strong and very different opinions every now and then. Uh, and this outside thing can really like unify you. When you and that's what happened before, you know, We can finally came through.
0: Well, having strong opinions like that, does it make it tough sometimes to agree on a song or does this stuff come together fairly uh, quick usually? never no. like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, sure. We're the (laughs) slowest songwriters in the world. Yeah, (laughs) but I think we've kind of, uh, it used to be worse, I feel. Now it's like we still fight and we still have major disagreements, But everybody knows that we're all in it to make the best possible version of ourselves that we can make. I think you need disagreements. It's like a relationship. You need to disagree if you're always like everybody's just you know, you need the the storms to to see that it's like worth it. Stay passionate. Yeah. Otherwise there's no passion. if there's no storms there's no passion. I saw a video
0: online, a cell phone video of one of your I think it was baby. And before, you were telling the story about how you guys found an erotic novel online. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, is this like a real thing? Rescues. He added
1: this, and I didn't know. And I was like, this like a end? real thing that Did we can like
0: find? I don't know. I haven't found the novel. I just saw just it just a couple days ago. Now. Now.
1: Okay.
2: This is a very, very graphic novel. Yeah, it's it's uncomfortable.
3: It's uncomfortable. It's a very uncomfortable read when, you, when it's about you. Right. It feels like somebody's... I, I feel used. <laughs> Oof, <enough>. Me too. <laughs> violated. Violated, that's right, I feel violated.
0: So they didn't change the names or anything? No, whatsoever? no, no,
3: it's, it, that's the whole point. It's like they they made up... A, it's a fan
0: fiction. A f- okay, gotcha.
3: Yeah. I, I don't know if you heard uh, no, about it. F- I mean, you already heard the talk, but yeah, it is yeah. a pretty, like, well... It's I gotta say, though, I gotta credit them because it's pretty well written. Yes. It's written like, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey or something. It's just that it's me and Hannes.
2: You can hear the songs. You can feel the throbbing cocks and <laughs> gaping anuses.
1: It's just. It's quite something. Well, not everyone's a subject to fan fiction, so that's. No, that's I
2: guess that's a good thing. But, uh, I don't know if we should be honored or uh, <laughs> horrified. Yeah.
3: Both. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of both, yeah.
2: The, the strange thing is we think it was a woman who wrote it. Yeah. Like a full on gay porn novel. Nice. Cool, well, we appreciate your
0: time, guys. <laughs> our pleasure. So that's that's right. how we end the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. The
3: yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. He's like sitting there like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we
1: got to scoop. Like I said, he snuck that one in on me. <laughs> I promise. Dude, it's fine. <laughs> we obviously <laughs>
2: spread the word during our shows. <laughs> I bet that fan fiction has... <laughs> Four thousand hits because of him coming. Yeah, that's right. awesome. Whoever
3: wrote it was like like. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking like we should get Tom like Johanna's boyfriend. So I was like go in the studio and read it like an audio yeah, like yeah, an yeah. audiobook. <laughs> yeah. Like
2: now you I like maybe contact them. Let's sell it in the merch store. That's yes. awesome. an audio book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, audio that's, audio book. Money <laughs> that's fucking kick ass. <laughs> Do you do that? (laughs) It's not. The author, how do we do that? What book? The sex novel. If we were to make an audiobook, it's fan fiction sex. We record it. We we sell it in the merch store. (laughs) Twenty bucks. Uh, A cassette tape. Like, I would just let this guy start a lawsuit and you know who it is. And it's still about you, so he's using your personal rights. I think you have all the rights to use it.
3: Yeah. yeah. We, okay, we need to check that out because <laughs> that could actually be like the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the They'll sell that more the t-shirts. Yeah.
2: And then we should have uh, Tom in, like, standing in. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's YouTube standing there. We don't need
3: to add fuel to this fire.
1: <laughs> well, Thanks, guys. We well, thank it. you. Our thank pleasure.
2: You
0: there you go, all four members of Royal Republic. Thank you, to Liam from Indigood Entertainment and Ollie, the tour manager as well, for helping us out. And a special thanks, of course, to all four members of Royal Republic. It's quite an honor to be able to sit down with these guys for a bit backstage at the Canes Ballroom.
1: Definitely. Um, Third time I've got to go backstage at the Canes. It's always cool. makes me feel like a little bit more important than I usually am. Yeah. But the Royal Republic guys were great. You know, I had a couple of moments where I flubbed over my questions or didn't know what I was saying because, you know, I'm me, and they were they were awesome. So it was really cool and really fun. And uh, yeah, like you said, Ollie, the tour manager, super nice guy. Uh, great experience all around.
0: Yeah, and be sure to get online on Google and try to find this erotic fan fiction.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Jason
0: already found it, sent no, it to me. I printed I it out not. at work, printed the PDF out at work, bound it for him, and he's got a book setting
1: up on his mantle. <sighs> You, you weren't. You told me you weren't telling anybody about that. Sorry. We'll I'll hey, do an unboxing you know video for that. I, I like what I like. I'm not ashamed. It's Whatever. all good. Whatever. It's all
0: good. Erotic fan fiction star in Royal Republic. That's our jam, man. Right? I don't know. Definitely. <laughs> well, like I said earlier, if this is your first time listening, SoundCloud.com backslash Thunderdash Underground has all our previous episodes. Speaking of Sweden... We've had on Ian Hogland from the band Europe. That's right. Of course, that is the final countdown. One of the greatest rock songs of all time.
1: Hands down.
0: And then we've had The Truck Fighters. Yeah. And we've also had, who am I missing from Sweden?
1: Avatar. There you go. Johannes from Avatar.
0: That was great. And they've got a new album coming out in January. Looking yes. forward to that. I've already heard that first single. It was really cool.
1: And yeah, definitely go back and listen to that one. That was a great interview. And that guy fucking rules.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was very. I don't know what to say, very. But yeah, that was that interview went way better than I expected. Yeah, I was.
1: yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah.
0: But speaking of interviews, we've had on Gene Simmons from Kiss.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of him before, but you know he's a thing,
0: right? <laughs> we've also had on Bruce Kulick, formerly of Kiss. We've had on Shooter Jennings. We've had on John Connolly of Seven Dust. We've had on Wino. From the Obsessed. That's right. and Spirit Caravan. Obsessed has new music coming out. We've had on Jimmy Bauer from I Hate God and Down and Super Joint. Speaking of Down, we also had on Kirk Winstein Kirk of Winstein, Crowbar.
1: Crowbar and Down, yeah. More than once. That's right. That's right. We've had on Kyle from uh, from The Sword. Yep. Uh, you know, Drowning Pool. Uh, Act of Defiance. Megadeth. You know, I mean, look all that shit up
0: corrosion of conformity saving able warrant the list goes on people
1: great white yeah twice
0: hell yeah and should be a third time before you know it oh
1: yeah i'm sure of it
0: soundcloud.com backslash thunder dash underground and then we've got our website the thunder underground facebook is backslash the thunder underground instagram is the thunder underground and youtube is is at The Thunder Underground. Most of these episodes are up on YouTube, and we've also got, like I mentioned earlier, the Every Album in a Row thing. I don't know what happened to that. We listened to all the Kiss albums and we never recorded it, but.
1: Yeah. I don't know that that's <laughs> gonna be possible anymore. We might have to re listen to all the shit. Yeah.
0: Maybe we should get CJ in it. was it? Who was it? No.
1: CJ, I'm pretty sure. Who was it
0: that fucking said he wanted? Yeah, CJ, right, that said he yeah. was pissed that we didn't let him in on him. Like, well, we hadn't even recorded it yet. So maybe we should. Tell him. Formally say, yeah. We're inviting CJ McClellan to be a part of Kiss Every Album in a row.
1: That's right. Start listening, yeah. man, from the first to last, and we'll, we'll push record. He probably won't do it. And he'll just act like he did it. He probably, you know, he's such a big Kiss fan, he could do it, you <laughs> right? know? You know, I'm not, uh, you know, so I'd have to listen to them all again. Yeah. Especially the elder. <laughs> right. You listen to that like four times in a row.
0: Yeah. It's that damn good, people. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Hashtag, she's nacho baby. Oh, man. Are we done yet? I think we are. Okay, man. Until next time.
3: Yay, I will to turn down the beer. All right. <laughs> I'm going to hang out close to the microphone. That works. Thunder underground, y'all.